welcome to the K-hole. People are dying. We've been off for the past week because the show was off, but I finally cornered my now former housemate, Nick Fiore. Oh my God. <laughs> we are going to be talking about Kardashian astrology. Yeah. Um, so I'm really glad to be on the show. Thank you, everyone, for having me. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to think of myself as a sort of armchair expert on astrology, um, as well as a casual observer, participant, and enthusiast of the Kardashian life uh, series and household really so i'm here to maybe try and shed some expertise on both of those subjects with ashley and we're gonna talk about the kardashians and astrology let's talk about kylie first because kylie is the youngest and she's a leo which i think is just the easiest one-to-one like yeah fucking of course she's a leo of course she's a leo different from a lot and her other family members who are in the limelight a lot and are water signs mostly or are on some sort of cusp or Scorpios, you know, a little bit more strategic about their interaction. Kylie's just, you know, sort of person to put her hair in some cornrows and get a lot of attention, right? Yeah. And like TBH, that's what her life is right now. So She's got a lot of self-confidence. Truly. You know, and she's just going to ride that wave. Yeah, and who knows where it'll take her. I feel confident about what it is, but I'm also excited to see the ways in which it'll be substantively different than, like, Kim, Courtney, Chloe. Now, her older sister, Kendall, is actually a Scorpio, which is a sign that we see a lot in this family. Yeah, I think, um, frankly, another way to brand or think of uh, keeping up with the Kardashians could just be keeping up with the Scorpios, (laughs) right? It's something I've... (laughs) about before. Um, But but I think what is interesting um, with uh, Kendall in comparison, right, is that she really does kind of keep to herself and she's just like, you know, I'm doing my own thing. I am ambitious. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I think maybe over time we'll see some more um, other kind of Scorpio qualities to her. But I think the kind of quiet, mysterious trope of Scorpios really comes out a lot from her. Absolutely. Whereas with the other family members, I don't know that I see that quiet side of the totally. Scorpio, but yeah. Kendall's really exemplifying it. She's got that moon in Aries. That's so right, there's yeah. a little fire simmering underneath, I want to say. In a crisis, right, you know, I like to believe that Kendall would really come out swinging and be like, you know, I'm here to embody the kind of fiery part of me that's always underneath. But, um... That just isn't there for some of the other family members. And it's worth pointing out that Kylie's moon is in Scorpio. Right. Again, a very Scorpio family. And, um, yeah, that follows through. And maybe maybe we should back up, because I don't know that everyone knows the difference between the types of signs. Oh, sure. Yeah. Do you want me to talk about that, or should you? You Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. um, (laughs) So, I mean, uh, so, right, we're talking about kind of the... Uh, you know, if you're just getting into astrology, a great place to start is to think about the sort of first triad, which is your ascendant, or also called rising, your sun, and your moon. So right. um, your ascendant uh, is sort of how you greet the world. It's your social self. Um, mm-hmm. It's really most of um, kind of who you are when it comes to your interactions, especially your like first impressions with other people mm-hmm. and how other people read you in social situations. Your sun sign is the one that whenever anyone is 
honest, like, oh, what's your zodiac sign? And like for me, for instance, I'd be like, oh, I'm a Cancer. Um, actually, I'd probably be like, oh, which sign? And so, and so that's kind of like you and how you think of yourself, how you perceive yourself, uh, how you think about how you greet the world. Um, and then your moon sign is some. Some people like to talk about it as your subconscious. I think that's not a bad way. Um, but maybe a little bit more kind of tangible, accurate way to think about it is um, the you that comes out in a crisis. So, like, mm-hmm. let's say you were moving from uh, location A to location B. You packed up all your stuff. Great. And then U-Haul calls you 10 minutes before you're about to leave. And they're like, psych, you don't have a U-Haul truck. Mm-hmm. And then you know your landlord's going to be there in an hour and you got to be moved out. Stressful scenario. Uh, that's that's when your moon sign really takes over. You know, that's <gasps> when we see, for, as we we're just talking about, right. that's when we see Kendall switch from her Scorpio self to her Aries self, where suddenly she starts right. barking orders and being like, this is what we're going to do. Right, right, yeah. absolutely. And with Kylie, we're seeing her as a, a Leo sun, but then she's got that Scorpio moon, which is where she's going to be connecting with her family members on a sign-to-sign level. Yeah, a little more intuitive, um, maybe a little bit more kind of emotionally vulnerable, but also ready to defend her interests. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And then uh, for... Okay, so for uh, Rob, moving forward, do you know what Rob is? Rob's a Pisces, right? Yes, he is. Ooh, which He's I love. He's such a Pisces. He if really you is. If you really came is. to me last week and were like, what sign is Rob? I would be like, well, he is probably a Pisces. Same. And honestly, I always kind of have a soft spot for Rob in my heart. He's just always trying his best. He's always a mess. <laughs> um, uh, and that's kind of how I feel about Pisces in general, right? You know? I have such a hard time with Pisces. So much of, like, my feelings about astrology are just based on, like, noticing patterns in Definitely. people I meet where I'm like, Definitely. oh, I've met, like, three extremely emotionally unstable Pisces this makes so much sense now. Yeah, and I think particularly Pisces as a sun sign is tough, right? Because um, that's really the point where people's ascendant and moon signs really take over because Pisces is so wishy-washy. They can't commit to things. They get themselves into crises or they find themselves in social scenarios and they kind of just revert to defensively often to their ascendant of their rising. So they're they're all over the place. I've had some great Pisces in my lives and then some Pisces that I'm really glad aren't in my life. I mean, it is so dependent on those other signs and how they're interacting with your sun sign. I mean, Rob's moon is in Libra, which to me explains a lot about why Rob has not hit like rock, rock bottom yet. Absolutely. Because Libra is so balanced. So in a time of crises, he's going to pull on that, that Libra moon and be like, okay, how do we how do we fix this? How do we move forward? Right, and maybe not in a way that is always decisive, but a way that is at least authentic. And it's probably worth mentioning too, you know, that um, Rob, as a Pisces, you know, is a water sign like most of his family members, and so I think mm-hmm. there's a sort of way in which they care about him, and there's a sort of defensiveness, or not defensiveness, but protectiveness they have towards him that um, really is a great safety net at the yeah, end of the day I mean- for Rob. Up, you know, protect your Pisces. Right, when That's in doubt, true as message. a fish, find a scorpion. <laughs> you know, so That's true. That's no, not true. That is. <laughs> um. So, Black China, Rob's fiance, is actually a Taurus. That's right. Which, I mean, to me, says they're going to be a pretty good pair because she's going to stabilize him 
quite a bit. Taurus is the fixed sign for Earth, right? Um, whereas Pisces is the muted sign. So muted means that, um, as far as signs go, that the kind of the most parts of that element are a little bit watered down. I guess no pun intended since we're talking about Rob as a Pisces. Um, and fixed sign means the kind of most accentuated parts, again, good and bad, come out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so to say Black China's got um, a little bit more intensity, a little bit more pragmatism, a little bit more stubbornness, and a little bit more kind of detail orientation, whereas Rob's probably like, oh, you know, I don't really like making decisions. I'm not very detail oriented. I mean, these are all things that are true, right? We've all seen the show. So, you know, in some sense, they're very different in a lot of ways, um, but very often opposite signs attract that way. And the water-earth combo really is strong. Mm-hmm. So works that way. Exactly. Unfortunately, I don't have her moon on hand, but I think we've seen that at least on the sun sign level, their relationship makes a lot of sense, especially if Rob is, like, looking for stability and, like, looking for someone to, like, help him make decisions and help him, like, just gain some momentum in terms of moving forward in his life. She's... She's the one for him. I agree completely. Yeah. And I think, you know, um, it, it would be one of those things that... If, hypothetically, like, three years from now, someone was just like, oh, you know, Rub and Black China are splitting up, I'd be like, you know, I'm not terribly surprised, but I think their partnership was really good for what it was. And it would probably be a pretty, um, like, mutually understanding separation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I would think right now, Rob really just needs someone to be... Totally. ...a rock for him, and I think we're, we're seeing Black China do that, so... That could definitely change if Rob gets to a more stable place, totally. which he Who's will with her help. Yeah, but yeah. Let's talk about Chloe. Great, yeah. Your fellow Cancer. Yeah, she is my fellow Cancerian, which I think is funny and interesting. I think I think actually the some of the times that we see her Cancer moments are probably. Um, in some of her less public sort of moments, right? I, a I, lot on the show. Yeah, definitely. I think that um, Chloe, amongst all of the family, but particularly the um, the her and Courtney and Kim sort of set of sisters, um, uh, you know, that she's the one who is often pretty emotionally in touch with reading the room well when there's mm-hmm. conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's very often a sort of peacemaker kind of diplomat in these right. scenarios. Um, but she's also the one that sometimes really internalizes a lot of that conflict and really does become pretty emotionally affected by it. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, that's kind of always the weird double-edged sword that, um, <laughs> that cancers are dealing with, right? Of, mm-hmm. you know, it's really great to be empathetic and have a lot of insight into other people, mm-hmm. but also sometimes you want to hide from the world forever. I right? mean, exhibit one, her relationship with Lamar. Absolutely. Yeah. I need to look up Lamar's sign, because I forgot I to do that. Yeah, um, but yeah, right, I mean, it's a sort of thing where I think Chloe, on one hand, wants to feel like she has her own emotional space, then that things with Lamar could be different, you know, she wants to be her own person, but she wants to fix Lamar, she wants to help him. And same with support. Rob, honestly. Yeah, honestly, yeah, no, it's a good point. Oh my god, is he, he's a Scorpio! Jesus, oh my that's god. That's unbelievable. Who isn't a Scorpio, kind In of? this family? Honestly. Yeah. Not enough people, first of all. And yeah, and so, um, which is interesting, right, because I'd read something at some point that was just like, you know, when it is good with um, 
Scorpios and Cancers, it's really good, right? They really understand each other. They can meet each other as equals. They sort of get the moodiness of each other, but they feel different, right? That sort of moodiness, um, and they're mm-hmm. able to balance it well. But like when it's bad, it's just so bad, right? Yeah. Because Scorpio is all about um, lashing out when they're hurt, and Cancers, oh, when they're yeah. hurt, withdraw and become manipulative about it. And like, I mean, the dissolution wh- of their marriage. It's all that, right? It's yeah. a textbook to example of like how bad it can be and even sort of their um i mean not quite to say reconciliation but after everything happened with lamar right yeah Chloe's support for him is also too so typical of a cancer to mm-hmm. kind of want to put well to buy him a home and like <laughs> right. provide him with all of these resources in the domestic space mm-hmm. and then for lamar That's to point, kind yeah. of in response to not necessarily in response but tandem to that be kind of getting back into the bar scene and forging like his scorpion path. Right. This is back to me and my desires and being uninhibited a particular way. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Now, Chloe's moon is in Gemini. That's tough. And I gotta say, my moon is in Gemini. And when I was, okay, when I was going through my chart and I was like, okay, you know, ascendant in Aquarius. Yeah, totally. I get it. I've always loved Aquariuses. Sun in Sagittarius. Yeah, I'll dualist take it. Dualist sign, great dualist sign. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, my oh. favorite of them. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, moon and Gemini. Well, that explains a lot. <laughs> and I think, um, you know, I think too, uh, so right, I think it's really easy for us um, when we're beginning to think about astrology or think about our lives in terms of astrology to be like, oh, ha ha, like, we hate Geminis. Um, <laughs> you know, I'd maybe encourage people to kind of break out of that Tumblr mold a little bit um, and recognize that, I mean, of all the signs, right, there's a, in, there's an incredible um, alacrity, wit, and kind of sharpness of reasoning that comes with Geminis that right. I think is and greatly adapt- underappreciated. Adaptability. And absolutely. And, a, and, a, and often a very strategic and kind of understanding way, not a yeah. misinformed way. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think um, a a thing that I've observed perhaps in my own comings and goings in the astrological world is that a lot of um, people who often are siblings or are close siblings with like a twin or like a few other people in their lives will sometimes have their moon in Gemini. And what determines your moon is um, the right, as it might be... um, as it maybe it's implied is sort of when in the moon cycle you happen to be born as right. well as right. you know like where you at where you are born at as and the time so um so some of what could be contained in her moon uh is this kind of really close um and almost spiritual collect- connection with um her closest sisters um mm-hmm. and 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 I think that's also a thing that is perhaps not an unfair uh, argument to be made in context. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I really connected with when I was reading about Moon and Gen- Gemini was this idea that, like, the domestic sphere is, like, a little difficult, and that's where you feel comfortable yeah, to, like, be yourself, but you're also very moody. And I was like, wow, same. Truly. But that must be so difficult as a Cancer to be so focused on, like, these close relationships in your own sphere, but also feel 
moody and maybe a little destabilized in that space because of your moon. And even to bring it back to her relationship with Lamar just briefly, right? I mean, I think a lot of when we were watching those specials, right, about them getting married and what that whole oh process God, was so like. Oh my so beautiful. Yeah, it was so, oh, so beautiful. I truly loved it. Um, I think a lot of what we saw is how much sort of long-term excitement we were able to observe from her being right. like, I love this person. Right. I love this marriage. I love what it's going to be. But in the short term, a lot of just kind of growing pains and her being just like, right. this is so hard to plan. I'm so stressed. I feel like things aren't happening on my own terms. And exactly. I think a lot of that exactly. is that kind of sun-moon conflict for her. Absolutely. And I think her cancer probably motivated her to really roll with the punches in her relationship, Definitely. while at the same time her Gemini moon must have been causing some unrest in that specific area of her life. Absolutely. So, I mean, you know, I identify with that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a really it's a really intimate way to view her as a yeah. person and a really understanding sort of perspective. Exactly. I really connect with other people who have Gemini moons because I'm like, you're all so crazy. I'm so glad we can talk you about get this. It. And you know, I have Gemini in my secondary triad, and mm. so people are like sometimes like, you know, Nick, you might have ADD, and I'm like, probably not. But also, I'm just like low key crazy all the time, right? I've just <laughs> exactly. I've just come to embrace this about myself. You just gotta look for the Gemini in your chart and be like, oh, that's why I am so crazy in this one area of my life. Absolutely, and I'd really love to one day write a, lo- a self-help book that was like learning to love the Gemini in your chart, you know? That's, oh, that's a book that one day I will write. I would buy that. I think it would be great. It'd be a good, like, that. Urban Outfitters selling book. It really would, right there at the checkout. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your moon sign? I'm curious. Cancer too. Oh. Yeah, my ascendant is Scorpio, my sun is Cancer, and my moon is Cancer. So it's wow. a Wow, I feel like I did through. not know that, and that just made a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, it's all... Yeah, it's all water, right? Which is stressful. Um, I actually have no Earth in my chart, except for really uh, whatever sign or whatever planet and/or like symbol is supposed to represent your consistent wound. Mine is in Taurus. That is the only Earth I have in my chart. Interesting. And I think that's probably just like a health thing, like a health body. I would. Sometimes think so. I'm just not healthy. <laughs> like, type thing. That's yeah. what. That's how I would read that. It makes a lot of sense, I think. Let's talk about in of constitution. our oldest sister. Let's talk about oh, Courtney. Absolutely. Because I went I into love this, Courtney too. <laughs> I was like, she's so opaque. I like don't know how to read her. And then I found out she's an Aries, and I was like, just once again, everything's falling into place. Right. Yeah. And it's one of those things, right? That you know, we we I feel like it is easy um, for Aries in our lives as well as for um, Courtney in particular when they're when they're out and about, when they're doing things, when they're at a party, we're like, oh, you know, this is so Courtney in her element, or this is so that person. But when they're, um, I think one of the interesting things about the show particularly is when they have all these kind of canned moments where they're like talking to the people in the family and they're narrating events that are happening in the episode. Sometimes I'm just like, is nobody like like coaching Courtney? Like, does Courtney, like, not have feelings no, about what's going no. on or opinions? And that's just not true. I think it's just, like, that's just not the best venue for her to express herself. Right. And knowing she's an right. Aries, to me, makes a lot of sense. Right, right. And it's so interesting because she's been carrying so much of season 12 because Kim Absolutely. is out of commission yeah. as she's, like, prepping her post-baby bod. Chloe's having, you know, a lot of, I think, 
she's working with Lamar a lot, and yeah. that's not something that really needs to be also, on camera. Also, I think really trying to grow her own brand in a lot of yeah. ways. You know, when you see kind well, of her she Twitter presence. shows been... up every episode and is like, I'm doing another sexy photo shoot. I'm the hot sister now. Yeah, and, and we're so, like, I mean, know, do you, right? Ryan Seacrest sat down with Courtney and was like, you have to carry the show. It's got to be for you. these six episodes. Yeah, Ryan Seacrest, my favorite robot I've ever encountered. <laughs> I don't know what his. I sign mean, is, yeah, but... I was gonna say I will look that up. <laughs> yeah, what is Ryan Seacrest sign? But um, and yeah, definitely right. I think uh, you know, in fact, even recently, right, I was with some friends and I was joking and I was like, you know, a lot of the really strong, independent women in my life that I like fiercely admire are Aries, right? Um, and I get a lot of those same sort of feelings with uh, wait, Courtney. can you guess what Ryan Seacrest sign is? Is Ryan Seacrest a Libra? No. Shit. Um, is was air the right element? Uh, He's a Capricorn, though. Yes! <laughs> that was gratifying in a whole new way. I, like, legitimately felt a rush of adrenaline through my whole body. Maybe maybe this is a thing people can't relate to, but, oh, wow, that was... No, that was so good. That was so good. Because here's I, the deal, Capricorns I, are boring I, as shit. Yeah, <laughs> fucking yes! Like, so is Ryan Seacrest. Like, there is probably, like, a Leo somewhere in his sign. I mean, I'm right, sure. Right, there must but... be. Capricorn. That's why he's so palatable. Yeah, because he, he is in in the way that he is unobjectionable. So he is an inoffensive. He's also boring. <laughs> like, <laughs> boring, inoffensive, but hardworking. I mean, you're, and that's sure, how he is where he is. Logistical, detail oriented. I mean, like oh, honestly, God. if you're trying to hire someone as a talk show host, the Capricorn's probably a good pick. Right. And coincidentally, Courtney's moon is in Capricorn. So oh, she's wow, got really? ascendant Aries, <laughs> sun in Aries, and moon in Capricorn, which is just like the Courtney package. Like a little touchy yeah. and fiery, but also just so deeply boring and hardworking. Yeah, and, and like and, a straight and, shooter. And sort of, you know. And, and there's, you know, with Capricorn too, there's still a little bit of that domestic making tendency different from like cancers that want to have a well-ordered home in order to spiritually and emotionally grow with their partners right, typically exactly, exactly. virgos who are a little bit that but also are a little bit kind of child oriented and self-oriented oh but for capricorns right that's just sort of a thing they do as like a modality they're just like i just want to build homes because i build homes and i think i mean courtney is all about that yeah and i was gonna i was gonna say i think so much of her relationship um with scott and the kids is is like such a reflection of her just trying to build a home um right but not for these kind of deeply um self um motivated or spiritual reasons like other signs it's just sort of like a i don't know that's what you do in life yeah. type tendency um and to me i think that especially when we're talking about like the early episodes of just the keeping up with the kardashians as opposed to like any of the other shows um, right uh, you know i think that's just like so um evident Absolutely. And you know, Scott is, I believe, a Gemini. I mean, yeah. He's a Gemini. He's got his moon in Sagittarius, which, like, I feel as a Sagittarius, but it makes so much sense. He's got that two facedness. He's got that impulse towards unrest and an independent streak. Like, no whenever fucking... he's uncomfortable, he's just like, I guess I'm gonna do something weird or I guess stupid, I'm leave, or like, or like alienate or, other people, yeah, or like, like <laughs> yeah, and and you know, I think the um, 
you know, I think the... I think it's a little bit... Um, it gives him some direction, right? Having his moon in Sagittarius. Right. Um, but at the same time, you know, there's a part of me that's really just like, you know what you need? You need, like, a fucking Earth sign to just ground the shit out okay, of you. Okay, I'm going to find his rising sign. Yeah. I'm praying for this man right now because he is in some some desperate straits. Yeah, you know, I, I really oscillate just personally between, like, rooting for Scott and hoping things work out for him and being like, here's the deal, though. I literally don't fucking care about anything you're doing or your life. Yeah. Or, like, where you're at. Um, no. And, um, and I think over time that's particularly tough because I really do have some weird sort of soft spot for um no for i me. was and so i'm just like i'm over it. well i was so on scott's side until they broke up last summer during cancer yeah, season yeah that's right because it was too much for him cancer season is so much that home building that's what she was there for the aries and gemini combo is like yeah. really hard too because both of them want to be the center of attention in different ways exactly and they're and, and i think there's always a lot of competition between them and in a sort of really legible mm-hmm. way that we've seen particularly when the family is whole together is all together right. where scott is often trying to kind of act out in the way that we like right. talk about yeah, children yeah. whereas um you know Courtney's just kind of being loud Maybe a little drunk outspoken. and loud. Outspoken. Outspoken. Calling people out. Often you know, calling Scott yeah, out for acting yeah. out. I know, mean, so. when I think of, like, Courtney as an Aries, I think of those early or, like, mid-seasons where she really has a bone to pick with Chris about yeah, Chris's absolutely. relationship with, like, Robert Kardashian Sr., where she's just like, well, basically, like, you didn't model a healthy relationship for that's me, so, so why true. would I that's marry Scott? Like, that's a very Aries... Yeah, and I was just like, you know, here's the deal. Someone needs to call Chris the fuck out. Um, and, and, like, like who doesn't better happen. than an Aries? Yeah, because any of the other water signs, it's a little bit too much, like, um fighting fire with fighting water with water you know it's like it's kind of nobody is really willing to take a big bold move and be like you know this is what i identify as the problem but that's just not the case for courtney you know exactly my dad's an aries and when i made that connection i was like oh you're like kind of low-key and then you just snap yeah and he's just ready to yeah i think um are, are also another one of our former housemates is an Aries. You're and right. It makes, and it makes right. so much sense. They're so right? fucking ambitious. They're really, like... Have their... Uh, have a lot of their external shit together. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. On average. Whereas I think the Capricorn in the moon is more about... It, it is boring. Yeah. That's really the difference between, like... <laughs> Arius and Capricorn is it's like one's boring. really boring, and the other is the most little, not boring. Yeah. yeah, I mean, again, like Aries, I, I say again, but I have not said this yet. <laughs> Aries is like the youngest sign, and Capricorn's True. a little on the older end. It's True. second, second, quote unquote, oldest to Pisces, who's just a fucking mess. And you know, Aries has uh, its ruling planet in Mars, which is very um, about kind of being aggressive, staking one's ambitions, but also. Kind of letting your emotions rule that it's not very exactly. strategic exactly. whereas um capricorn has its ruling planet in 
uh, Jupiter, if I'm not mistaken, which is all right. about thinking about kind of long-term planning, legacy, and the steps you can get to exactly. be there. Exactly. So, um, so a good, I mean, a good mix to have in the kind of sun-moon combo. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Perhaps a really interesting comparison of like celebrities and people. You know who else is a famous celebrity who's a Capricorn? Taylor Swift. Oh, fucking yes. She's so just. That's she's so a- white bread, so vanilla, Ugh. so milk toast, but like works hard and is successful. That's exactly. And we what all kind of like her. We don't. Love I her. don't. But... I was going to say <laughs> enough people in aggregate kind of like her so that she continues to be successful. But right, she's like to me. She's not that interesting. She's never right. really doing something novel, big. So yeah. right. Well, and to me, it's interesting because I think. Chris really plays herself publicly as though she's a Capricorn. Totally. She and really she wants is to be. Not. Yeah. She is not in any way. You know, when I first saw her short feathered haircut, I'm like, really? You're trying to be the like large and in charge mom who's no drama? Like, BS. When I was working in a champagne lounge in Scottsdale, <laughs> Arizona, I met moms like you, and they were hella drama. Like, those were the moms who pinched me as I was serving them drinks and was like, that- if is... I was younger, I would love to spend some time with you. And I'm like, really? I'm like, Jesus, age. Oh, my God. Before we get into Chris, let's talk yeah. about Caitlyn, who is also a Scorpio. Yeah. What is Caitlyn's moon? It is Aquarius. Oh, wow. That's not... Well, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. So, okay, great example of it. So, I think, I mean, wow. So, number one rule, you should never date your own sign. You should marry your own sign. You shouldn't procreate with your own sign. These are just rules Fair enough. of life. Fair enough. You know, I tried to date a cancer once, and it was a mess, and now they continue to be a mess. Um, maybe I, too, am a mess, and they say this about me, but... Uh, <laughs> On a separate podcast yeah, right now. Separate, yeah, <laughs> not important. Um, I think uh, the really great thing of seeing... So, if I were to um, provide an anecdote or analog to the Scorpio Sun Aquarius Moon of Caitlin. I think Call Me Kate is a great example of it because I think the episodes of Call Me Kate are very... Or I Am Kate. Or I Am Kate, yeah. Um, I Am Kate are very set up in such a way where often, uh, you know, um, Caitlin is talking to people and they're like, whoa, you need to know things about, like, what it looks like to be a newly transitioned person as well as, yeah. like, privilege and how that intersects with, like, race and class and... In the moment, um, Kate's always a little bit like, oh my god, I never thought about this, but kind of like sly wink to the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that that progression is them trying to be like, you know, we're kind of all sometimes on this journey, and a part of us right. um, understanding our own privilege is going to be played out in a small way of like you watching me having done right. that, even if like real time when things are being filmed, there's some sense that they they kind of already know the things they maybe should know. Right. Right, and they're kind of uh, representing this weird, like, Well, and they're just being performative. Yeah, right, absolutely. That's the best way to say it. And I think that that kind of subtle, um, strategic, uh, but, like, very conviction, cause-oriented, like, this is how you should think about yourself. I think that's the Aquarius moon part coming in. Absolutely. But loving those performative moments, like that's such a Scorpio thing. Oh, it to really kind of love is. playing up the mystery, it the really ambiguousness. Is. It so, really is. So if, if, if I were to think about Caitlin, I think that's actually one of the greatest examples. You know, Caitlin kind of gives it to us. Yeah, actually. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, you you know my previous workplace. 
um, yeah, the coffee right. shop yeah, that yeah. I worked at at our college, everyone who worked there was an Aquarius. So recently, I'm kind of on a downtrend for Aquariuses. It's no fault of Aquariuses at large. I think that's a particular Aquarius's fault, TBH. Mm-hmm. But don't worry, I'm getting over it. Um, but I mean, I, I too also very find I find myself drawn to Aquariuses a lot because. Um, because of my uh, my Mercury is in an air sign as well totally. as um, my Mars, right? I find them totally. very stimulating and exciting. Um, and yeah, there's just a sort of like togetherness that they have that I can always really appreciate. Yeah, it's just so effortless, I think, being an Aquarius. Totally. That's, totally. that's, I think, like the defining factor for me. Yeah. But that's, that's again, Kate's moon sign. So that's her in a time of crisis. That's maybe something deeper inside her that she draws on in her day-to-day life as a Scorpio. And I think sometimes, too, you know, when we see, like, um, these conflicts that are more seminal to the show, right? Um, I think Caitlin's response a lot of times is to just kind of check out and be like, this is kind of weird. Or to be be like, Well, then to pop up again and be like, and and it's over, and, like, I'm forgiven, and and we're just going to resume. Yeah. yeah, and so I think that um, that's a really illustrative thing. But at the same time, you know, they, um, I, I, or uh, I think Caitlin loves to take up space, um, not in a, not in a bad way. Just they love to kind of carve out their own uh, or her own niche for herself. You know, yeah, um, and and that's a very Scorpio thing. Exactly, and that's something we're seeing with Kendall right now, where she's not really it's on true. the show. Yeah. even. yeah, I think they're very similar actually in that respect. Like yeah. parent, like daughter. Yeah. Uh, right. Speaking of which, Chris Jenner, the ultimate Scorpio oh, of the t- them all. The textbook Scorpio. Oh my god! Even. I want to say she has Sun and Scorpio, Scorpio rising, Moon and Cancer. Oh shit! That's such a mess. That's such a fucking. Just, okay, oh. but she. Okay, she plays like she has Capricorn in her triad. She plays oh, like totally. there is something hardworking. She goes into these interviews. She portrays herself totally. as having all of these meetings. You know, she's like trademarking the term momager or something like that but it's really just this scorpio like emotional intensity and like protectiveness yeah. of her and like, her family ambitiousness as well as yes. like a calculatingness and that calculating that is based on knowing how to read people exactly and, and i think actually i mean if we're if maybe this is kind of like it's happening on like a metacognitive level or it's a little too big but if you were to really press me and be like where um, why is it that she um, tries to come off as such a sort of Capricorn, hardworking, momager person? I would say that it's a Scorpio part of herself that's just kind of really in touch with um, ways that we in society see women and mothers in particular. Right. And that is just uh, curtailing her performance very much to that standard. Yeah. Um, and I think that um, part of her choosing to have that sort of performance is kind of an age thing. I right. think um, a part of it is a sort of, um, especially with her Cancer Moon, right, it's a protectiveness of her children and the people mm-hmm. that she's close to and yes. loyal to. Yes. Um, but, um, but also, I mean, that intensity just seeps out all the time. Exactly. And I think when we're watching exactly. the show, we're kind of just like, come on, like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, I think that double Scorpio factor really makes a lot of what how she operates as a PR maven very transparent because yeah, so much of what yeah. she does is reactive. And that's like Absolute, yeah, the Scorpio totally. MO. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Scorpios yeah. 
are very short-sighted, I think. And they're very... They have a lot of trouble, I think, like, anticipating things. So it's very difficult, I think, for them to be proactive in their actions. Yeah, and I think a lot of... And I think um, a, a dimension of that, or perhaps another way to think of that, is Scorpios are so... Um, they're short-sighted because the goals they set for themselves are so short-term. Yes. And part of the reason I think that that happens is because Scorpios secretly like love the drama and excitement Absolutely. of like intense um, emotional or analytical problems and they love to navigate oh, that in a way yeah. where they get what they want they and that's so yeah that. and that's so Chris and that's um and you know they're whereas like an earth sign might be like you know you sometimes in like navigating these kind of short-term goals end up kind of burning some bridges or like right. really pissing people off right and Scorpios are kind of like here's a deal. I fucking love pissing people off. Yes. So I think that's like right. so what Chris thinks. I think thing. that that's like where the conflict between Chris and Caitlin comes into yes. play. Yes. And to an extent, what seems to be like a barrier between Kendall and her family. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Is I think that at the end of the day, Caitlin and Kendall, um, are kind of these other qualities of Scorpio more where they just, there's some intensity to them. They're a little bit more quiet. They like to do their own thing, but they don't right. like to pursue what they want at all costs, right? Exactly. And I, and I think, you know, there are just plenty of times where um, Chris is, especially like kind of as the matriarch of the family, is yeah. pushing everybody to kind of really manifest their own personal right, brand. Right, right. And, you know, and some people just don't want to the way right. she wants to. And, I mean, Kendall's moon sign is in Aries. Caitlin's moon sign is in Sagittarius. Right, yeah. That Not is these water literally signs. Yeah. the reverse of my relationship with my father, where he's like a sun Aries, a I'm yeah. a sun Sagittarius. And we connect on this level that I really can't explain, but there's this like implicit understanding of each other that I think I can read into Kendall and Caitlin's relationship. Absolutely. Where yeah. there's a lot of mutual admiration and a lot of like I see myself in you and like we don't really need to talk about it. And I mean we're talking about this on a moon level, not a sun level, so it's certainly different in that sense. Sure. But just having two two know. fire signs in their moons is gonna affect their relationship. Absolutely. And and bring them a lot closer than then Chris is really going to be with either of them. Right, and I think, I mean, I think a big thing we see, too, I mean, if we're kind of talking or moving into things at a moon level, particularly with Chris, um, is that Chris so very much um, in a crisis, or when Chris feels particularly singled out, loves to make it about her. And that's oh, such yes. a cancer thing. Like, that's sort of like taking things and reflecting them back onto yourself or being like, I just need someone to comfort me. I need this to be about me. And, like, early seasons Chris, particularly early seasons Chris that's talking about, um, Robert Kardashian is so... Oh, it's yeah. so that. Oh, Senior. So, um, and... And yeah, right. And I think that um, there's a lot of tension often between her son and her moon. And it's hard. I mean, like, okay, another just like general like meta astrology comment. I think when your son and your moon are the same thing, I'm obviously biased because I am this way. Yes. But but go with it, right? I think when I'm your son and your moon are the same thing, it is a and your ascendant is different. It is a much easier balance than your ascendant and your sun being a particular right. Way. And yeah. then your moon is like it's there's well, some Well, because it's like the underlying part of you that's like being disruptive. It's not like a mask that you take off, which is often how I think about ascendance. Yeah, no, I and I think that's a great and you know, 
know, it's so often when you, like, are beginning to read about these things, people say, you know, when you get to know someone better, that's, like, the difference between their ascendant and their son, and, um, I mean, maybe it's cliche, but I think that's, like, such a helpful shorthand. Um, right. And I just feel like there is a lot more gravity um, with the sun-moon sameness as opposed to right. the sun-ascendant sameness. Because well, at that point, yeah. they're really in... Real tension. Yeah, exactly. And Robert Kardashian was, in fact, a Libra. And that's also, I mean, why he had such a great legal mind in some sense, right? I mean, like, truly. That balance. Yeah, that balance, that uh, evenness, that um, that sort of quick thinking that air signs have. Yeah. But absent some of the... so subdued. Yeah, I was going to say absent the, like, conviction that, like, an Aquarius might have Mm -hmm, or the mm -hmm. intensity that a Gemini might have. If you're thinking of going to law school, be a Libra. And I think um, there's something that is good about that in their pairing. Absolutely. I mean, I think, I feel like I got into astrology because I suddenly had this series of, like, Libra men enter my life where I was like, mm-hmm. why are, why, why do people with similar birthdays who are men keep coming into my life? And I was like, oh, you're all, like, really even-tempered and, like, subdued and, like, frankly more tolerable because of that. Totally. And that was kind of my window in to see, you know, so to see Robert Kardashian being a Libra at this point, I mean, that says a lot a to lot me. Sense. Yeah, me too. And yeah. especially how you know, Robert Kardashian could stay in that marriage for so long. Well, Chris... So true, yeah. ...ended up being the one who was unhappy, and I think that also had a lot to do with their age difference, but... Totally. You know. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's too, when I think about myself in Libras, I think there are some really great friends of mine who are Libras. I often haven't been attracted to Libras because there's just, like, too much, like, emotional intensity in my chart, and I, mm-hmm. I'm like, I need a partner. But I fucking you know? love that. My, okay, yeah, my we, Venus... I mean, it's great in a different my way, My Venus yeah. is in Capricorn, and so that wow. explains so much about me. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> um, my my Venus is in Leo, so, oh, so you know, in the yeah, uh, in the in okay, kind of a very yeah. other direction. That's why in romantic situations, Libras don't really uh, get my goat, so to speak. But yeah, um, I'm all about that. I like... love a good Libra friend, though. <laughs> I'm all about. They're that. fucking great friends. Great friends. Great friends. Really. Yeah. I often like become friends with Scorpios, and then like get too close to them, and I'm like, oh, you're you are cool. too much for me to handle. Yeah. Another pattern that like led me down the road of astrology. <laughs> yeah. Real. Yeah, the other self-help book that I will write that's after learning how to love your Gemini, the second one is how to get over the Scorpio in your life. Yes! And, um, very perhaps relevant to, like, this episode, but, like, also, I think that's the next book I write, too, for a broader audience. Yes, I will also buy that. Yeah. These will all be at Urban Outfitters soon, <laughs> so just be on the lookout. Would you write, if you wrote a book about Sagittarius, what would the title be? Um, I think it would probably, honestly, be meeting your Sagittarius on their own terms. I think that, um, so, no, seriously, so... <laughs> no, that's so real. I think that, um, so Sagittarius is a number of, uh, is one of three different dualist signs, which sometimes, right. which is to say, um, their nature can be a little bit more explained in terms of dualisms that are sometimes competing, sometimes not, right, right. compared to, like, other signs, like, for instance, Cancer is, like, 
kind of one speed all the time, so to speak. Whereas uh, Sagittariuses are like fun loving, whimsical, love to have adventure, also like goal oriented, driven, um, and like have a kind of sense of direction. Um, and so you're like, oh, maybe those are kind of two different things. Um, and I think sometimes the people have with Sagittarius, uh, the problem people have with Sagittariuses is they like one of those components more than the other. That's very You know, real. they're like, I yeah. really love to go out with this person, but like sometimes when I'm having lunch with them and they're like telling me about their job and their career aspirations, I'm like, uh, hello, like we came for mimosas and salad. <laughs> and then like simultaneously there are other very ambitious people who are just like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm here to really talk about my professional development with the Sagittarius and they're the one, then the Sagittarius of those is the one who's like, okay, I know it's not five o'clock, but like, yo, we left work early, let's get a margarita. Okay, but honestly, when you said that about Sagittarius, is that rang right? a huge bell right? for me yeah. though. But like with my relationships with Libra men, where I had these like Libra male friends who were just like, why can't you be manic pixie dream girl all the time? I think it takes a lot of emotional maturity to be able to just kind of meet people in general where they're at. But like particularly yeah. with Sagittariuses, um, I think the thing that you need to adjust to whether they're like friends or like intimate partners is you kind of got to let them set the pace, you know? Um, and you got to just be <laughs> patient and flexible to yeah. go with that. Because like, and and the thing is, you know, if you are, if, if you enjoy your Sagittarius friend when they're doing the ambitious goal-oriented thing uh, and when they're like out partying with you then like it should be okay to let them kind of yeah, figure that out that's real. you know so what is the title of the book you would write about cancers uh don't spend time with them <laughs> that's the, that's the, they are a mess um no for cancers it's probably um uh how to be gentle with your cancer right yeah. i think that they're are a lot of times where there are just like dumb things that end up that I end up like taking very personally like okay particular partner that I'm no longer with this person uh, I gave them my natal chart they gave me their natal charts and they're like wow I couldn't believe I was dating someone with such a fucked up natal chart and I was so hurt oh by my, that that's such a I, I thing was like to say. so hurt by it and also typical cancer response I just internalized it I didn't bring it up that's and then like shit. later when we were fighting like a week later I totally brought it up as ammunition. Okay, as well but as, like, honestly, wouldn't Khloe Kardashian do that? Exactly. And I was just like, also, you know, a bunch of other fucked up shit that I'm pissed about? And it was, some of this was, like, stuff that happened, like, a month ago. And I was just like, I'm still honestly so upset by all of this. And, no, like, when we, were, yeah. when we were actually having, like, a knockdown, drag-out conflict, I'm like, well, here's all the ammunition I've been saving for, like, about yeah. a month now. And yeah. that's such a cancer thing. And so I think, I, I'm so on one level, right, I think uh, cancer is myself included, right? Need to um, particularly practice being able to be proactive about ways that they internalize things or are hurt by things and say, when you said this, it hurt me in these ways yeah. and here's why. Mm -hmm. And I just need you to say sorry and mean it. That's it. You know, then we can move on with our lives, right? I yeah. think cancers can be yeah. very forgiving in the right circumstances too. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but also I think people interacting with cancers need to be very gentle and patient with them, right? Yeah. Um, but, and, and I think actually sometimes that kind of gentleness and patience, um, when it works best, it doesn't mean that uh, you aren't still sometimes critical of cancers or right. like call them out on behaviors right. that like aren't ideal. Um, I think it's just a very 
thoughtful and sensitive framing of those issues, totally. but still being to say, like, I need you to do this. Like, right. this is a thing that must be done. There is, there's a particular individual in my life who is a Virgo who does this better than anyone I've ever met, right? And, mm-hmm. I, and I love this so deeply about this person. It's why we have such a special, like, connection in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. Um, but it's, I mean, and, and to right, like, classically, the Virgo-Cancer pairing is supposed to be, like, the ultimate, um, like, you know, every sign has its, like, best compatibility, right, right. Um, romantically, and, like, for Virgos yeah. and Cancers, that's what it is. But this person is just, like, so on it for that, for mm-hmm. being, like, patient, gentle, but also still engaging with me in yeah. the ways that I should probably sometimes engage with myself better in. Yeah. So, that's you know. just so interesting to me, because as a Sagittarius, I, like, also hold grudges, but then I'm just, like... And I'm moving on. I don't want you to apologize. I just never want to speak to you again. Yeah, I've just decided that this is the shape the grudge is going to take, and I'm over it. And, like, my mother is a Leo, and I am a Scorpio ascendant. So, like, don't get me wrong, my mom and I love shit-talking, but as a Cancer, very often, I hold a particular sort of grudge where I'm like, oh, you know, I wouldn't retaliate against someone, but I'll never talk to them again. I'm so hurt. And my mom is a Leo. It's just like, given the opportunity, I would burn this person's home down. You know, and that's just where we're at, right? Or, like, my mother, very empathetically, my mother's an Aquarius rising, so sometimes she will be like, you know, I'm really angry about something, and I'm going to hold a grudge for my child. That's Um, so beautiful. Whereas I think I'd be like, you know, my children are free to make their own mistakes, but uh, I'm just so sad they got hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so interesting because my dad, again, is an Aries, and so my dad's like, well, you should just go in and do this really inflammatory thing. Yeah. like, it's just gonna fucking yeah, work. just like, fuck them, mic drop, and leave. <laughs> and so, like, my, like, Sagittarius, like, adventurous whatever side is, like, I, I guess that fucking makes sense. But my dad is also, like, a white man. And so right, my yeah. dad will, like, walk into these situations, take control of the room, and just be like, this is what's fucking happening now. I'm over it, yeah. And I'm this, like, <laughs> you know, young Sagittarius woman with a Gemini moon, so I, like, try and then recede back into my irritable Gemini moon. <laughs> oh, totally. And, right, I mean, I think it's, like, uh, for different reasons about both of us. This is why, after conflict, you know, I'm the sort of person who's just like, you know, I had this conflict, maybe I handled it well. You know what I'm definitely going to do, though? Subtweet about it. That's why I have a lot of great Twitter relationships <laughs> with the people in my life. Because <laughs> I'm That's always subtweeting That's so real. Problems. What's your dad's sign? My dad's a Sagittarius. Oh, okay. So okay. I was, I was yeah, actually yeah, going to say, I, so there are a few signs in my life where I don't really have many of them in my life. For instance, there are no fucking Capricorns in my life. There's a person... <laughs> who I know who's a Capricorn that's like a, a boyfriend of a close friend of mine oh. and I was like you know I don't like him and Sagittarius is one of those signs where there's not a lot of Sagittarians in my life except for like you and my dad and like one <laughs> or two other people that I'm friends with oh, I was also gonna say though so I dated a series of Capricorn men mm-hmm. and it was always this thing where it was just like kind of working just on the basis that it continued to function. Right, yeah, Yeah, exactly. There was no like real reason for it to keep happening but for the fact that it kept happening. It seemed to be okay. But it kept happening because Capricorns are so willing to be like, well, this seems to have some forward momentum. Let's continue to invest in this. Yeah, totally. Um, 
you know, like, um, yeah, good friends of mine, one of them is a Pisces, and the other one is Capricorn, and they've been doing an international long-distance relationship that's for two so years crazy. now. And I'm like, and you know, there's a big part of me that's like, how has this continued to happen? And I think a lot of it, um, or part of it, right, is a sort of deep commitment from this Pisces woman who's just right. like, I feel so nurtured in a particular way. Right, and like emotionally invested. And emotionally invested, but then this Capricorn being like, well, I guess there's no real reason to end this, so let's just keep doing it. That's such a Capricorn thing. And you thing. know, it's two years later, and now this person has agreed to move to the United States for their Pisces uh, partner, and I'm just like, wow, <sighs> That's this is... such a Pisces move, though, to be like, right? you move to me, and then the Capricorn be like, I will handle all of the logistics. I guess I will. Yeah, exactly. This is what's happening. I feel like that must be such a common feeling in a Capricorn's life to just be like, well, this is happening now. Right, yeah, this this is very much sense that, like, a lot of the momentum of their life is just because of a series of exogenous external events, and there's yeah. a big part of me that's just like, okay, I hear you, but, like, you're an agent. Let's talk about my favorite people, though. Yeah, let's get to it. Let's, let's get right Let's talk about in Kim Kardashian West and Kanye West. So, first of all, let's talk about their sun signs, because... Yeah, great place to start. Kim's son is in Libra. Great. Which we have discussed at length. We love, yeah. And Kanye's son is in Gemini, which Obviously. is, like, If dumb. you follow Kanye on Twitter, you know he's a Gemini. Yeah. That, Not like, because he says it anywhere. I mean, just, like... Just that fucking Gemini energy. He's, that, it's like, just, quickness. It's palpable literally that... through the internet. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> always a great rapper, though, actually. Yeah. And, like, so lyrically gifted. I yeah. Think, and, again, like, adaptable, just yeah. versatile. Gemini's a very verbal sign, too. Yeah. Uh, geared towards um, communication, so... Exactly, yeah. exactly. If you want to be a famous rapper, be a Gemini. Yeah. Also, stay on your Lexapro. <laughs> Advice for all Geminis. That's a post. But, yeah. I mean, when I found out about their sun signs, I was like, yeah. everything makes sense. She's stabilizing him, like... That's how this relationship is working. Because Libra is such a sign of, like, balance and even temperament, and especially as Kim has gotten... I don't know, older and more established yeah. in her career. She's yeah. moved away from, like... Well, confident, too. I mean, I think it's maybe a good way to, yeah, to put it. Exactly. Really. Yeah, exactly. No longer just, like, hitting Chloe with purses anymore, but just being <laughs> very much, like... But, but like... Yeah. So I think in recent seasons, Kim has become so much more the mediator in the family than Chloe. Yeah, totally. Whereas Chloe really before... Yeah, Chloe before would sit with people and be like you feel this way and, and they feel this way and I feel this way and it's so hard. What do um, we do? Yeah. Maybe we do what I think is right, you know? It's, that's Yeah, yeah. And so too. I think, like, the really uh, emblematic maybe distinction between Kim and Chloe in that sense is that episode where Chris is looking for yeah. the person to be the executor yes. of her living yes. will and she goes to Kim and, and is like, well, Kim, what are you going to do with these flowers that are clearly dying? And Kim mm -hmm. is like, I'm just going to fucking throw them away. Like, yeah, this is dying. not it's worth like no point. Yeah. worrying about. And then Chris, being a Scorpio that needs takes to be it fucking nurtured. Thinks it's an analog about her dying. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it about her. And know? then goes to Chloe and Chloe is like, oh, I just feel so emotional and like connected to my family and that's like her deal and that's why chris was like chloe you're gonna be the executor of my living will but i think at this point kim is so much more capable of like mediating conflict specifically between like caitlin and chris like absolutely two scorpio forces where kim is just like well you feel hurt and you feel hurt and like i'm willing to talk you through both sides of this yeah. but uh but it has to be talked you know and interesting too when we were talking about um rob senior right is mm -hmm. that um 
that uh, right, he's the same sign that Kim is. I think yes. there's something that's really interesting that's, there. Yeah. I think that's a fascinating connection. And um, in sort of earlier, right, a jokingly quipped, never date your own sign. I stand by that. That's true. Um, but then, like, other sort of series of advice is, like, if you're going to date another sign, date another sign in your element um, is a good, is typically a good pairing yeah, um, often. Sure, sure. Uh, but then there are some, like, best pairings that exist right. that... Um, um, are typically your opposite signs. But I think when, right. I think sometimes um, there are people who exist in the world who look at um, Kim and Kanye and they're just like, what the hell is going on here? And there's a big yeah. part of me that's just like, I don't know, she's a Libra and he's a Gemini. Like, right. They do have a really common language to understand each other exactly. that probably translates exactly. well into their intimate partnership. Exactly. And I mean, it makes even more sense knowing that both of their moons are in Pisces. Yeah, totally. That's that so... That was just the fucking game changer yeah. for me. Yeah, same. You know, that's so... Uh, I, I would say probably often when there is conflict in a serious relationship and or when one partner is experiencing conflict, it probably affects the other partner in a lot of ways, yeah. but probably affects them in pretty direct ways, not just even, you know, like you being around them, but, right. you know, if it's like a financial thing, right, that probably affects both of you, for right, instance. Right, absolutely. Um, and being able to share a moon sign where you kind of both transition into the same sort of thinking simultaneously, yes. I mean, that's really powerful, I think, for um, collaborative problem solving as well as conflict resolution between each other. At the end of the day, they still can't make a decision about the thing they Exa wanted to make a decision about, Pisces but they feel thing. good. Yeah, but they feel good. Exactly. So. And that's why neither of their houses are finished with renovations yet. Exactly. Oh my god. You know, there's a whole other book to be written about your zodiac <laughs> sign and how to deal with home renovations. <laughs> but, yeah. That's so I'm real. I'm holding off on that one, because but that's also like... Because conversation, their Pisces must come out and just be like, I don't know, I guess I feel yeah. this way and you feel this way and like... How can we make a decision? I, I don't feel like I can force this upon you. Yeah, and then both of them not wanting to force anything upon the other, but shifting back into their sun signs, um, and Kanye being like, you know, yeah. but really though, I, I I don't like the white you picked, you know. And I think uh, I think a thing that is often uh, <laughs> difficult or a little bit more indirect when we talk about astrology is, um, you know, astrology really does look different across different genders, right? Um, yeah, and I think that. Um, you know, uh, Kanye being a man, uh, as well as uh, Kim being a woman and a Libra, right. um, and Kanye right, also being a Gemini, there's a, there's a little bit of a... Uh, things are always weighted a little bit more Kanye. It's way. Very true. Right. Um, that Kim is probably more likely to be passive because she's a Libra and because she's a woman. Socialized and, and socialized to be to submissive yeah. to her male partner. Right, exactly. Um, and in the same way, um, Kanye is socialized to be the one who has a plan is a little bit more domineering, wants to mm -hmm. lead the direction, mm -hmm. um, and as a Gemini kind of likes doing that anyway. Yeah. You know, so... so um, and Kim, as a Libra, is going to entertain every opinion he has and give totally. them all equal weight. And that's, I think, where their signs really interact well, because Kanye's going to have several points of view on one specific issue, and Kim, as a Libra, is going to be able to say, well, these all sound great for these specific reasons, 
And then put it back on him. But, right, exactly. And then they both bring out the Pisces, and they're just both like, I can't make a decision. Right, and, you know, Pisces, um, not in terms of uh, perhaps gendered ways we think of things, but, like, astrologically in a sort of, there's a divine masculine, there's a divine feminine, right. is uh, classically thought of as a sort of more feminine energy. Right. So, so and, I, and I think, too, uh, very publicly when we see... Kanye particularly discussing like his music, his creativity, right. his vision, what he's right. doing, his politics. Um, you know, I mean, he really wants to operate in that like Pisces he really space. Does. Yeah. And uh, and I think when I mean when we were watching him tweet through the creation of the life of Pablo, I mean yeah. he was so there, right? Yes. And and so um so just to say, while on this sun sign level, there are ways in which their signs interact that is a little bit asymmetric that mm-hmm. kind of uh, also couples with their gender on this moon sign level. I yes. think there's a great parity between them. Exactly. Um, and, a, and, a, and a fundamental sameness. Exactly. And now their risings, their risings, I think, is where it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't have this information oh, yeah, until I, I stumbled upon one specific source. So, uh, let's start with Kanye's rising. Yeah. Because it is cancer, and that, for me, made everything fall into wow. place. Wow. Right? Uh, what? I think. Yeah, that's great. And then what's Kim's? I'm so fascinated Sagittarius. Wow. That's so funny. Um, right? What a great thing. But, well, it's yeah. this weird reversal of their sun signs, I think, in a sense. I think so, too. Um, yeah, it, it actually, like, in just the way we were talking about. Yeah. Um, so, right, so Kim is interesting in that she is a different element for each of her her ascendant sun and right, moon. Right, right. But uh, Kanye has the Gemini sandwich by the water signs, um, mm-hmm. the Cancer and the Scorpio. Right. Which, uh, so... Um, Can- so Wait, you mean Cancer and Gemini? Or Cancer... Uh, no, 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 because the Scorpio... Cancer and Pisces. Or Pisces, yes. There we you. go. Yeah, 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 that's it. Um, there are just so many Scorpios, I just... I got caught I up in it. Anyone in this family could be a Scorpio. <laughs> yeah, just say Scorpio, and it's probably someone. But, um, but yeah, and I think uh, you know, air and water uh, don't really balance each other out well mm-hmm. in terms of like stabilizing each other, or mm-hmm. like in you know, an Alton Brown sense, the sense of like harmonizing a dish, so to speak. Right. Um, but um, but they draw out each other's intensity, and mm-hmm. I think that's why Kanye is so intense you know right yeah right but i think him having cancer in his sign somewhere makes a lot of sense as to why he has settled down totally yeah yeah and um and i think it's interesting too because um i think that something that is good about kim's ascendant being in sagittarius mm-hmm. is but again again because it is that sort of dualist sign it gives her a lot of flexibility to kind of meet kanye's mm-hmm. gemini slash exactly. cancer er- uh, yeah. energy where it is because yeah. i mean like cancers are sometimes kind of all over the place gemini's are always all over the place it's like how they're characterized right. um and so that she has that sagittarius sign gives her a lot of right. room to be as well as her libra uh um, son that is her willing to be accommodating yes. and patient and flexible. Yes. It gives her a lot of room to kind of meet Kanye where he's at, but also kind of spice up some of his qualities that, um, exactly. that, that do exactly. meaningfully empower exactly. him. Exactly. Well, and then additionally, I mean, that makes so much sense as to why Kim's ascendant makes so much sense as to why when Chris Humphreys was like, so yes. now that we're married, you're going to retire and yeah. we're going to move to Minnesota, Kim was just like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I, oh, Chris is a, 
I believe he is a Pisces, February 6th. That's literally that. like her dating her brother. Yeah. Oh my God. What was Reggie Bush? I'm so sorry that I don't just like have this on hand. Sometimes, you know, these things. I did not think we were going to go this far back into her dating history. But I think that like her breakup with Reggie Bush was the impetus for so much in her life. I agree. You know. Reggie Bush was a Pisces. Oh my God. Oh, how That's did she do it? Ray J, let's yeah, find out. I almost don't want to figure but it out. I but I just like, okay, I have never seen a Pisces and a Libra in a relationship together. So right, already hard thing oh, because they're ad- they're adjacent elements, not opposite elements. Mm-hmm. Water and air adjacent. Again, yeah. great friend ri- dynamic, terrible relationship dynamic. Yeah. Um, and like, a Pisces can't make a decision about anything, and like. Libras are really good at yeah. thinking about how to make decisions, but exactly. hate being the ones to actually yes, do it. you're so right. And so, like, you put those two people in a room, and it's just agonizing. It's which like, is how I felt about um, Chris Humphreys and Reggie Bush. Just, yeah. I'm just like, here's the deal. I'm so over you, and I'm so here for Cam. It's just yeah. like, well, and it's so apparent in Reggie's relationship now that he really didn't want to be with a woman who was also going to be in the spotlight. He wanted a woman who was going to be, like, at yeah. home raising the family. Yeah. Um, is a Capricorn. There is mm. something else going on in his chart. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Maybe this is a send down. Who's to say? But. Yeah, I mean, God bless Kim for getting out of that, that triad. I don't oh, see yeah. how any of that could have worked. A thing that also bears some mentioning, right, mm-hmm. is, um, so, right, if you, a few times you never date your own sign, the exception for dating your own sign is if you're a Gemini. If you're a Gemini, That's you're most compatible really with another Gemini. Because which is to say, um, if we're thinking about, then, people you're most compatible with, if it's not another Gemini, it's gonna be another air sign, yes. right? And yeah. in some ways, it's maybe even better that it is another air sign that has a interesting or similarly right. looking yeah, yeah. first triad because like damn that's like where a lot of that kind of stabilizing but um intensity is also gonna come from right, right. so it makes so much sense right that the partner kim would uh have children with settle down or you know yeah, see herself life as, with yeah, yeah. life with see herself with more long term i mean like it's definitely was gonna be an air sign Absolutely. She could dollar. not keep taking care of those water signs. That's oh, yeah. so emotionally draining. draining. Especially Pisces. <sighs> yeah. Um, remind me what Mercury rules over. Uh, Mercury rules over Gemini. No, no, no. In, in like a natal chart over. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, of... right. So secondary triads in general. So Venus is love life. Venus is uh, love life as like well. Like relationships. Yeah, and r- relationships with others and how you restore energy or like recharge yourself. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Mars is uh, how you build relationships, how you achieve goals. It's like your external introverted mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. I, I really like to think of the Mars-Venus split as like your external self versus your internal that self. That makes a lot Extroverted, of sense. introverted. I, 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 I mean, sometimes it's explained other ways, but I think that you get a lot more analytical traction by thinking no, of I it think that so way. Too. And then your Mercury is sort of like how you go about organizing, thinking, problem Jonathan solving. Jonathan is a 
Pisces as well. Oh my god. It's just terrible. But um, all these Pisces. Um, awful. Yeah, uh, as many as there are Scorpios in the Kardashians. Oh my god, I need to find out his whole natal chart yeah. and dissect him and Chris's friendship immediately. Yeah. But um, sometimes um, a way that I sometimes think about Mercury is um, like not just how you like organize, think, problem solve, and think right. analytically. Um, it, it's also how you communicate too. A way I really like to think about it. Um, it's kind of it's like really kind of just your like general critical thinking about like not emotional intelligence things right. slash um, how you. Uh, go about thinking about solving problems. Yes, fair enough. So I have the the secondary triad for both Kim and Kanye. Oh, good. I'm, and this I is what wanna, I'm here for. Yeah. Okay, so what do you think Kanye's secondary triad is? His Mercury is also in an air sign, I think, probably. Um, I say that because... Um, so uh, Mercury... So Gemini rules in Mercury... Mm-hmm. Um, which uh, means if your Mercury is in Gemini, uh, you sort of have all of the best qualities of Gemini without all of the bad qualities um, in terms of how you analytically think. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, my shorthand sometimes when I'm doing someone's natal chart and I see that they Mm -hmm. have an air sign in their Mercury, I'm like, this person's really smart, and, like, this is why. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of a shorthand for, like general ways I legibly read intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's just a rule of thumb. It doesn't right, necessarily right. mean anything. Um, I bet their Leos are compatible, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Or not their Leos. Uh, excuse me, that's mine. Um, their Venuses are compatible, <laughs> um, whatever they okay. are. And then ready? I don't. I have no idea for their Marses. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready so for it now. Kanye's Mercury, Venus, and Mars Shit. are all in Taurus. That's wild. Oh right? my god, that makes sense. But that's though. such a stabilizing factor. Yeah, oh, that's so yeah, no wonder Kanye but people can like stand to be friends with him. Like yeah. that's I mean that's Yeah, why. yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's why he's so stubborn too. Oh mm-hmm. my god, and why he always thinks he has to get mm-hmm. his way. Cuz when he's recharging, he thinks he has to get his way and he's going to be stubborn about it. When he's out and he's doing things, same deal. When he's thinking about like how to go about solving problems, same deal. I yeah. mean like Jesus H. That's why we get the like I love the old Kanye like the Gertrude yes. Stein reinvention uh. of Kanye West is cuz Kanye loves the shit out of Kanye because Kanye never wants to give space to anyone but Kanye. All yeah. the time in but a secondary that's what's, triad. That's what's like stabilizing like the Gemini Pisces Cancer triad. It's true. And it's I actually think it's a big reason for why he's continued to be so successful exactly. over his career. Exactly. Is there's such a like there was work ethic. No room for self doubt in that first yeah, triad. Ne- yeah, exactly. 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 Okay. Wow, that's fascinating. Right. I've never actually encountered someone whose secondary triad was all one sign. That's a that this is a cool I mean I've never met Kanye West, but <laughs> but I've also met Kanye. But West, we will. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, okay, are you ready for Kim's? No. Okay, Mercury and Scorpio. Okay. So she's got something that's holding, true. It's holding her that's to the true. family. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, Venus and Virgo. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's why her and Kanye, okay, A, probably have really great sex, but yeah. also why they love each other well. Because they're both Earth signs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think they must think about each other and their relationship in a pretty analytical and maybe, like, almost transactional sense. Like, they're very aware of the fact that they're, like, 
their careers are feeding off of each other. And I don't think that's a detractor, and I'm not saying that their relationship is only based on that, but they no, must be aware of, it, like, but it is a the combined value of, of their yeah. brands. And, yeah. and, you know, um, and that's good, right? Because, I mean, that's the way Kanye's always externalized himself, and Kim, yeah. too, really. So, Absolutely. Um, so, if, if you know, if you were to think about prior to them meeting each other, like, what ideal partners look like, that just has to be, first and foremost, a big dimension of that relationship, you know? Exactly. And that's why, um, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? That's why Chris, when Chris Humphreys is just like, I'm just gonna decide this for you, Kim was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, um, and it's, yeah, why they, and, and, and too, right, I think there's something yeah. interesting. The, the Virgo is a little bit more nurturing. Tar- Taurus and Venus is actually, uh, um, one of the Venus signs that is one of the more uh, sexually engaged and creative really? and explorative oh, I signs. Believe that. It seems yeah, it seems a little weird. Reason why? Because Venus rules in Taurus um, oh. partially. Uh, oh. There's some complicated oh, mythology really and astrology yeah. about that, which we that's could get into another time. But it's to say, if you wanted a real sexy, sexy partner. To do a lot of weird shit to you. Venus and Taurus. Venus and Taurus is one is one way to achieve that. Okay, and then Kim's Mars, Sagittarius again. That's great. I I really love when I'm looking at someone's chart and there's like a sun sign Mars match or an ascendant Mars match. I mean, there's just so much power in that. Exactly. So much sense of self and direction. I I love that. I'm really here for that always. That's why she's the most successful sister. It's true because you know she's she's a you know she draws the bow, she points and shoots and does it. Exactly. And and then when people doubt her when she has to solve a problem, she gets to rely on that Scorpio energy and that Scorpio energy that she's been conditioned to think with, even oh, not just naturally, absolutely. from her whole family situation all the time. I yeah. mean, like, if anything, keeping she's up with the... She's also got yeah. that, like, Libra son that she can, like, call on when she's in an interview with someone who's talked shit about her literally the night before on late night TV. Yeah, totally, because someone like Kanye would go off and then, like, all three of those Tauruses would activate and Kanye exactly. would do something embarrassing. And guess what? We see that literally all the time. <laughs> but, you know, that is um, that is something that I think... Uh, so maybe earlier, right, when we were talking mm-hmm. about Kim getting older, something that we've been excited to see about mm-hmm. her growing her brand and her success is I think one way I would char- uh, characterize that is that is driven by her poise, right? That's the word I would give oh, it absolutely. in one word, and I think it's what drives it. Well, and and that's what's... so much of that is like, you know, this explains the complex nature of the poise of Kim Kardashian that not many people have. Kim Kardashian. Yeah, it's the self-assurance, <laughs> it's the level-headedness, but at the same time, that like sensitive Capricorn, or not Capricorn, Pisces undertone that I feel like only Kanye has really accessed. Yeah. Because they're relating yeah. on that level. And totally. I was talking with Brooke about this earlier this week, Brooke, my usual right. co-host, and we were just talking about how their whole relationship must be just like a volley of like aesthetic and conceptual ideas. Totally, right. And I think... Um... If, you know, there's a part of me, if I think, you know, if I was with a partner like that, it would be fun, exciting, electric, draining, though, like tiring. It's not something I'm not, I, I'm sure I could keep up. But I think it makes so much sense when we, the way we've talked about them, yeah. that for them, that um, they're kind of always operating in that space. And you know what, there's, in a very simple sense, what a Libra and a Gemini both need at their level is someone to meet them where they are at and challenge them. 
Exactly. They both need to be stimulated exactly. in a very cerebral way. And yeah. what better partners than both of exactly. them? Exactly. Especially in the world they sort of exist in. Exactly. And going back to Kim's poise for a second, I mean, that's yep. really what has... Um, differentiated her from Paris Hilton. Yeah, so true. Who is, in fact, an Aquarius with a Leo moon. Yeah, that, ooh, that's so fascinating. And I think, um, yeah, so much of that is uh, Paris Hilton sometimes wants to attack people that have attacked her, you know, lash out. Paris mm-hmm. Hilton sometimes wants to just kind of do the devil may care attitude and when she does these things she's no longer relevant right exactly and kim learned from all of those mistakes i totally believe it that's such a powerful comparison truly honestly (sighs) yeah yeah wow but let's uh let's talk about the latest generation of kardashians the up-and-comers because children's so of mason rain north penelope and saint five guess how many are sagittarius's Two of them? Three of them. Three of them, all right. And the other two are Scorpios? No. One of okay, them is a Scorpio. Okay, so, no. Okay, no one's a Scorpio. <laughs> no one math. is a Scorpio. Wow. So this is where I think it's going to get really interesting when this generation grows up, because Mason, Rain, and Saint are all Sagittariuses. All of the grandsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we're going to forge yeah. their own path. Who knows if it'll be one in the limelight, actually, is a thing that yeah. I'm curious to see. Well, I think Mason. Mason's grown up Mason, in front yeah. of the cameras, but I think that, like, Rain and Saint are probably going to be able to exercise some cognitive critical thinking and say, like, do I really want to do this? this? What I want? And yeah, and if they do decide that that's the direction for them, they'll really go for it, you know? Oh, absolutely. Um, in a way that... Um, they'll be like, you know, this was a conscious sort of informed decision mm-hmm. that there was an alternative path, but I picked this one. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, uh, but yeah, again, I would be very curious to see if it's something that if they if they exactly. continue to go into the limelight exactly. and that kind of scene, you know. Exactly. And then Penelope Disick, mm-hmm. Cancer. That's good. Yeah. I think. I mean, she's really young, but I think we've already seen that she's yeah. not as camera ready as Mason. She's oh, totally. not as willing to, like, be performative. Oh, yeah. She's pretty subdued. Well, cancers are, like, extraordinarily sensitive children. I exactly. mean, like, people always love to be like, oh, you know, cancer's sort of the sensitive sign. And, like, that's not really true. Like, all the water signs are sensitive. And, like, yes. all, all the signs are kind I of sensitive so about sensitive. different, yeah, yeah. in different ways. But, like, cancers as children, particularly, are typically very sensitive and, like, very draw on um, the extreme extraordinary feminine energy that comes with cancer since yeah. cancer is ruled by the moon the most feminine of the celestial bodies yeah um and they're really attached to their mothers yeah like really attached and to their i mothers. think that, that i mean that was mean that's so penelope right i, I know mean, like, you know and i mean this is gonna get really speculative but she's been such the centerpiece of like the courtney scott discord totally you know and yeah. so it makes a lot of sense that you know as a cancer, she would kind of be both the uniting and dividing force between them. Right. Because she's, I mean, she's precisely uh, that kind of line in the sand in both of their personalities mm-hmm. in terms of uh, things that come out from their personalities and things they're particularly averse to, you know? Exactly, um, is, exactly. Uh, reactions to and against a very sensitive child. Exactly, exactly. And North, the light of my life. Bless. Is a Gemini like her father. That's wild. Well, and that's interesting too, right? Because that 
So here, here's my big connection. Here's my big thought, capital B, capital yes. T. Um, right, so we see this great sort of inheriting of an air sign from Kim's father to Kim. Right. This union of oh, two air so signs, right. and then that gets transmuted, not to the sun, but um, to north. Um, uh, or not to saint, but um, to north of the same sort of transmitting father, of the daughter. father's air sign. Yeah, father-daughter thing. And I'm so, wow, who who knows? But if we're talking yeah. about, like, big astrological patterns, I think that's the one to look for. And it's the one we yeah. all intuitively felt, but if you really needed a great, like, cocktail conversation slash, like, occult gathering yeah. conversation piece, that's what it is. <laughs> that's the connection to be made. So so in, like, 10 to 15 years when all of these kids are, are grown up, where do you think we're going to see them? Yeah, I don't know. Um, and I think it's tough, right? Because I think this is going to be so disruptive. The yeah. number of fire signs... Yeah, so yeah, so different from what we've seen. Um, I, I, I mean, I really do think so much of the success of the Kardashians as a brand, as a family, as individuals is driven by these very nuanced and intricate water sign Scorpio specific relationships. I think the partnership between Kim and um, Kanye is so dynamic and so exciting. Yes. Um, on on a lot of different levels, right? Um, and and where do we see them right so the sagittarian children um big question you know i think they're probably doing cool things but cool things on their own terms i agree at my bottom dollar it's probably not in like entertainment show business glamorous the glamorous at least life. not in front of the camera at least not, yeah not in front of the cameras right i think there's um probably a lot of them leveraging using thinking about their brand mm-hmm. in cool ways but like if one of them became like a michelin star chef i'd be like i can't yeah, I also, get how that went. Like you travel a lot, you yeah. did that, and then you got into culinary arts. Yes, you know. So, also, so yeah. interesting that they're all men. Right. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, they're boys right now, but like they're gonna grow up to be men. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about um, Penelope, right? Um, yeah. That's just tough, right? I don't know how Penelope, especially as a Cancer, is going to internalize the relationship between her parents. I think that's really kind of a big thing in terms of uh, not only, like, where she is and what she's doing, but how she sees herself, right? You know? Absolutely. Um, You know, and in some sense, all these people have bright, all of these kids have bright futures, but um, in some sense, you know, there's there's some fragility to that, yeah, and I guess I'm I saying agree. I see the most fragility for her. I will keep her in my thoughts late at night. We'll Absolutely. Pray for Penelope. One hashtag, cancer to another. <laughs> hashtag pray for Penelope. <laughs> 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 That's what I'll be doing. Um, yeah, I think North is a part of a grand line of, like, oh, cosmic, uh, yes. you know, like, r- very rarely do we get to dip into the kind of deep magic side of this, particularly when we're talking about astrology but yeah. like shit that's so north you know there's so there's a legacy to be inherited with north that i think I north just, will confidently assume and I take on the so mantle agree. of that I so and, agree. I, and i could not be more excited for that <laughs> that's how i feel um and so interesting questions right that remain is how will saint react to that uh, react against yeah. it react yeah. with it um i don't know because i mean a big question north is the star of the show we all knew it. We yeah. felt it. The second Maybe that she, always, like, but... came in her features, she's been a startlingly, like, beautiful and poised child? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, 
I think the struggle when we talk about um, children like North, and I mean, if we're going to draw an extraordinarily accurate analogy, you know, when we talk about like Blue Ivy, right, as a child, yes. is that um, there is so much pressure and feeling of wanting to write the narratives of these children sort of mm-hmm. before they happen. But I see North so much just like owning that and, oh, and, at, yes. and at some point there's going to be some tremendously powerful north like writing the narrative yeah moment and i cannot wait to see when that happens and yeah how it happens. well especially because she is kind of the test child for her parents she's sitting front row at fashion shows and i don't mm-hmm. know that they're gonna make the same choices with saint yeah i know i agree completely um, so I think she's going to get exposed to so much so quickly, just as an oldest child, as her parents feel out mm-hmm. what are appropriate parent-child boundaries. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I mean, another thing to me that I think is particularly interesting um, will be the future evolution of Kanye's career post-Life of Pablo and um, North's understanding and relationship with, like, past father career Whoa, and where that career yes. is going. I'm And particularly as both of them as Geminis, I think that there's something very powerful there. Um, and um, at it's maybe this is perhaps a timely comparison, um, as well as a sort of tragic one, perhaps, but I see that uh, nuanced dynamics so very much in the mm-hmm. way of like Muhammad Ali and Layla Ali, right? Where Muhammad Ali is the greatest ever, um, and Layla Ali is a, also in her own right a phenomenal fighter yeah. and boxer, um, but also very much kind of has her own spin on activism and what that looks right. like. Um, what that looks like as a woman is different than her father, and what that looks like for her as a fighter and what it means to be a fighter a woman, right? You know, there's there's yeah. sort of so much mm-hmm. nuance mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. where the two of them are very different, but also exceedingly successful yes. and capable of yes. choosing their own paths. Um, and uh, and yeah, in a similar way, I could see something happen with North and Kanye that yeah. is not dissimilar from that. So yeah, I'm so excited to see this child grow up. Oh, like, truly, I I could honestly uh, cry. I've almost moved myself to tears. That I, is again oh a very God. cancer thing, but I feel it deep in my bones right Do now. Do you remember when she was born and then Jesus leaked like 24 hours later? That was incredible. That yeah. was so like, much. What to a time to be alive! Once. You know what exactly. a what a phenomenal. <gasps> album Jesus was? I found out North's Moon. What is North's Moon? So, is North also Pisces Moon? That's okay. I was like, that's unbelievable. Virgo. Oh, wow. That's great. That's great. That's that's it. Because yeah. she's going to be able to look at things so objectively and analytically in times of crisis. Oh, yeah. And, um, and will be a lot more circumspect than her father. Not just in terms of his first triad. This is going to be amazing. second triad. She's you know. going to like... I mean, I, I'm, I'm weak because I have a deep love for Virgos always, but, um, I mean, like, there is nothing better than having a powerful air sign, cardinal air sign like Gemini, but in a crisis, you have the, in my opinion, the most grounding and pragmatic of the earth signs with a Virgo. She's gonna eclipse her parents so quickly. Oh, I I totally believe that. Oh my god. And I mean, difficult, I mean, it's difficult to talk about in, um... 
in a lot of tangible ways, I think. Um, but uh, I think there's a lot of great intuitive, creative, and aesthetic energy in North's parents. Yeah. But when you think about North's chart, as we've talked about it, um, you know, there's just kind of a... I really get a old soul kind of like spiritual I really yeah. know myself before I even know myself sort of sort no, of feeling that's exactly. always going to guide north in a deeply powerful way and yeah. you know it is children like that that you read their astrology or you meet them you see their affect and you're like oh my god this baby is so special <laughs> you know? and I yeah I deeply feel that so, I'm so ready yeah, so well, yeah. you know we're going to see the mantle turn from the water signs and the air signs to a pretty fire dominant yeah set and and uh and who knows too you know if it was a lot of aries or leos i would maybe have some sense about yeah. how they might um rebel react incorporate mm-hmm. this sort of whole uh genealogy i mean truly genealogy that they fit yeah. in um but uh but i don't know yeah. I definitely thing. think Courtney's Aries could be kind of stoking the fire for Mason and yeah. Rain. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I mean, North is just going to be a whole. North's going to be a force insane. of nature. Yeah. I mean, what I is... mean that. I, I mean, I think actually that's the real question. That's the real wild card in this bunch. How does Saint fit into Saint's cousins and sibling? I'm really feeling a mama's boy vibe because Kim's Me too. got that double Me Sagittarius too. in yeah. her chart. Honestly, so like, okay, here if you, if I wanted a if you wanted like a real concrete prediction, yeah, here's what it would be for me. I think Saint gets into like something very much related to Kim's interests. Be that like branding. I, I really think like fashion design, but like from like a management perspective, I feel that. Um, and then like Saint does just like phenomenal things. Makes like hella money. Maybe starts his own, like, brand or, like, takes over a well-known brand, but doesn't really do it in, like, an ostentatious big way. Okay, but do you see Kim as Saint's Chris? Because that's the vibe I'm getting. But not the Chris that Chris is, but the Chris that Chris, Chris thinks wants that to be. she yeah, is. I, I mean, I think so. But um, maybe that's because... Um, on some level, it's so easy to just sort of see that because I think Kim... In the way that Kim... I think... So I think a crucial part of like being famous or being in the limelight mm-hmm. is being able to learn and adapt well and quickly. Absolutely. And I th- and like to really be able to internalize lessons oh from other places. Oh and I think oh um Kim has done that uh hold on, I can't out of my glasses. Sorry. Can't see. Um uh, so Saint's Moon is in Libra. Oh wow, that's fascinating. Well, I mean if you're there that's mean, the mama's boy vibe right there. They're just gonna be so well equipped. Like I feel like their signs are so balanced. Absolutely you know, and yeah, I think I guess earlier, you know, when it's talking about fragility, that's a thing I feel a lot for like the children of like famous people. Mm-hmm. But um I mean if I wanted to if I could hand pick or hand design mm-hmm. some um orientations and like astrological things that I mm-hmm. think would make you better equipped to do it than not it looks pretty much like this really. yeah so i don't know yeah yeah we'll see it'll be good i think what so. i think i think it'll so. be good i think so 
But uh, thank you so much for coming on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, glad to be here. Thank you for having me. If glad we... we could talk about astrology. <laughs> yeah, um, we'd love to have you back. Talk about some more astrological questions. Always, I'm always I feel here. Like to... This just puts so much into perspective in a really powerful way. Honestly, it really oh, does. Yeah, I'm here for it. Um, do you want to do some plugs? Do you want to plug some of your stuff? Yeah. So um, upcoming things, right? So uh, I now find myself with a lot more time. Uh, so there's probably soon gonna be some podcasts of my own that I think about doing might be solo might be uh, with someone else who's interested uh, I love astrology I also love cooking shows so it's kind of me uh, yeah just put a plug in for um, me giving snide commentary about cooking shows think chopped cutthroat kitchen um, and even like the master chef season where they're just kids because like I love kids on cooking shows I think it's <laughs> fucking hysterical why not um, so those are some <laughs> other plugs for me um, and yeah, I think that's really it for now. Titles still pending, but yeah. Can people contact you on Twitter with their oh yeah absolutely thoughts and feelings yeah, about so what kind of what kind of podcast they'd like to see you on? Absolutely. If you have any thoughts about future podcasts for me, as well as thoughts about astrology or just like general magic stuff, uh, you can follow me on Tumblr or not on um, Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> my, my Tumblr's private. Um, on Twitter at Young Republican Y U N G Republican with a K. Um, and you are not. An actual Republican. I'm not. A, yeah, a, a crucial thing. I'm not an actual Republican. I'm in fact probably the furthest thing from it. Um, and even if you want the backstory behind my Twitter handle, you can hit me up with that in a tweet um, or a DM. So, yeah, that's uh, places you can find me. Projects you can see me working on in the future. Awesome. I'm definitely gonna subscribe to whatever your podcast ends up looking like. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, and hopefully, we'll have you back to talk about astrology. Absolutely. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Ashley Brandt. Maybe I will unlock my account one day in the future. But you can also listen to me on Twin Peaks Peaks, where Matt Olson and I talk about Twin Peaks. We're on a little bit of a hiatus right now, pending season three. So great time to catch up. Um, additionally, I do a kind of true crime podcast with Johnny Flores called Pulp, a podcast based on a true story. We are going to be talking about heavenly creatures. So if you want to hear me talk about being a lesbian, tune into that. Do you it. want to uh, sign us out with our tagline? Do you know what it is? This is uh, Nick and Ashley wrapping, a wrapping up this episode. And uh, don't be fucking rude. <laughs>